Hi, this is Alonzo Bowden, and welcome to Who's Paying Attention, episode 35. Now, I, I owe you some kind of apology. Obviously, I haven't been paying attention. It's been a while since I've been on. Episode 34 was delayed, believe it or not, because right next to the production offices is a strip mall where the guy decided to hold someone hostage at a Nordstrom. So everything was locked down by the police. Uh, production was shut down, blah, blah, blah. They had to do some catch up. So there was like a week delay. Now, here's the other thing. Right now, I am sitting off the coast of Cozumel on a cruise ship in the midst of the smooth jazz cruise. It's my favorite gig. It's hosted by Marcus Miller. Some of the attendees, uh, David Sanborn, Bob James, Richard Elliott, Candy Dolfer, Larry Braggs, the lead singer of Tower of Power. He's my boy and on and on and on. So I'm on a cruise, people. I'm not paying attention. I'm guilty of not paying attention. The working vacation for me and I love it. But a lot's been going on. So Let's see what we can do with my At Sea episode. Um, Yesterday, Barack Obama's inauguration. I mean, come on. A black president, the inauguration is on Martin Luther King Day. How charmed is this guy? Honestly, honestly. Yesterday, Dick Cheney was hiding somewhere in his lair, thinking just curses, boiled again. He's done more. It was was very interesting to watch. I'm not going to analyze every second of it. If you want the analysis of Michelle's hairdo and his daughter photobombing the other daughter and, you know, what what it meant when he looked to the left instead of looking to the right. I ain't got time for all that. Tune in to CNN. Tune in to Fox News. I'm sure they go over what every secret meaning is. I will say this. The speech was phenomenal because it was inclusive. He even hit on slavery. He said... You can't have a, you know, how a nation went from half slave to half and half free to what it is today. Uh, He talked about the rights of gays to get married, the rights of immigrants to become Americans. He talked about social security. He talked about climate change. Basically, he talked about everything that would just piss him off over at Fox News. I didn't watch the Fox News feed, but I imagine some heads were spinning and he's once again un-American now. Here's my question at the inauguration. Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson was singing. When they look back at this historic moment, Kelly Clarkson, Beyonce, that that the best we can do? Have we fallen off as a nation from Aretha Franklin at the first inauguration to Kelly Clarkson and Beyonce? I don't I don't know. I just don't see that making the uh the time cube when they hold it hit Kelly Clarkson. All right, stop it. Enough. Another great moment. Justice Sotomayor swearing in Joe Biden. I was really hoping she'd do it in Spanish just to piss him off. How great would that be if she swore the vice president in in Spanish and Rush Limbaugh's head just exploded? <laughs> I would love that. So he's our president again for the next four years and congratulations to Barack Obama. I thought the inauguration was cool. I thought the speech was great and 
again, I, I ain't paying much attention to the news, but some of it even makes it out here. Guns, 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 guns. We're at it again. Um, Texas, God bless you. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm quoting my friend Tammy Pescatelli. I asked straight out, what the hell is wrong with you? The Attorney General of Texas, a man named Greg Abbott, began running internet ads in New York, asking New York gun owners to come down to Texas, telling them you're welcome in Texas. If you're wondering why, it's because Governor Cuomo of New York and the New York legislature passed some what they call pretty stringent gun laws, like they banned uh, magazines, magazine or clip over seven bullets. They did more bans on types of assault weapons. You have to renew your gun license every five years instead of having it for life and a few other things. So this Abbott guy says, come down to Texas. New York. Now think about this. Inviting armed New Yorkers to Texas. Is this really a good idea? I don't know. Might be fun. Definitely be fun to see the start of the next civil war. Texas, what what the hell's going on down there? You got you got another live one down there. You got and this goes into Congress, the Senate, and the, the beautiful Tea Party. Uh, there's a there's a uh, a Texas senator, Ted Cruz, who's one of their freshman Tea Party senators, and this guy is and wow, is it already old school to be a crazy teabagger? He's the, the old Republican part. Well, the recent old Republican Party. Right. So you just vote no on anything Obama says. You refuse to compromise right now. It's no gun control of any kind. No tax raises. Nothing. Just this this Tea Party guy is still around. Now, here's here's how I, the Republican Party's in trouble because here's what's going to happen. The next round of congressional elections in 2014, Republicans are going to have to go up against guys like this. He'll be in the primary and he'll say, I didn't raise taxes. And a bunch of crazy Tea Partiers will vote for crazy Tea Partiers and reasonable congressmen. Republicans will be removed from Congress. Tea Party extremists will run for and nobody's going to go for it. I guess the Republican Party hasn't learned. I guess they're going to stick with this hostage to the extremist attitude. And granted, Boehner gave in on the debt ceiling. See, they're learning. They didn't try to hold the country hostage again. Of course, Ted Cruz wanted to, but the rest of them said, no, we're going to compromise on the debt ceiling. And this is the great thing. They said that they'll raise the nation's debt limit for three months, but the Senate has to come. The Democrats in the Senate have to come back with a budget or congressmen and senators don't get paid. Like that's your hostage move. Congressmen and senators not getting paid. Is there anything, honestly? Is there anything an American can care about less than a congressman or a senator not getting paid? I'm saying, go down the list. What well, there's things that we just don't care about. Okay, we don't care about who the Kardashians are banging this week, and and we don't care about Honey Boo Boo making it to the first grade. These are low on the list, but congressmen and senators not getting paid? Nah, mm, eh, doesn't even make my top twenty thousand. That's the threat. Congressmen and senators won't get paid. Now we're hoping there'll be no budget. Ah, in other government news, 
I'm sorry for laughing at my own. I'm not even laughing at my own stuff. I just laugh how ridiculous it is. You're going to love this one. Ray Nagin. Remember Ray Nagin, the mayor of New Orleans during Katrina? He's been indicted on corruption charges. Okay, it, this is news. A Louisiana politician indicted on corruption charges. And here's what they're charging him with. Taking kickbacks from vendors and contractors. In other words, you want the contract to put, I don't know, new sinks in City Hall bathroom. You got to put a new sink in Ray's house. Basically, he's being indicted for being a mayor. That's what they do. But this is it. He's under indictment, so uh, this should be entertaining. But you know something? I care less about congressmen being paid. I care less about congressmen being paid than I do about Ray Nagin being up on charges. Now, let's go, let's move to the even more ridiculous, if that's possible. Well, in the common sense world, the TSA is removing the x-ray machines. That's right. You know how you got on a plane and they would x-ray your entire body? They're switching to scanners that just see what's on your person, not see through you. Yeah, thanks, TSA. Now that I've already got the cancer, you're going to remove the machines. And it, there's very little doubt in my mind. I've got the cancer. I used to go through with a cast on a broken wrist. They would x-ray the cast four times. Yes, they needed to x-ray it from the top, from the bottom, from the left side, and from the right side. Yeah, you heard right. They had to x-ray four times. And then the... The places that didn't have an x-ray machine, the small airports, they would pat me down and check everything except the cast. So, thank you, TSA. Now that the cancer is firmly taken root, you will stop using the machines. Idiot. Man, it ain't easy. All right, moving on. And, and again, I'm on, on the ship, so I ain't paying attention much, but our man Lance Armstrong fessed up on Oprah Winfrey, which is going to be... Like, this is the new Hollywood thing. Okay, first Letterman fessed up on Oprah Winfrey. Now Lance Armstrong's going to fess up on Oprah Winfrey. And who knows who's going to be next to fess up on Oprah Winfrey. So Lance did take drugs again. I don't. I have no problem with Lance Armstrong taking performance-enhancing drugs because he won the Tour de France with one nut. That is the end of my argument. The man rode a bicycle 30 miles an hour with one nut. If, if it takes drugs to do that, God bless you. Again, it's to me, just persecution, it, it goes way back. That Every bicyclist was doping apparently back then, whether it be blood doping or performance-enhancing drugs, and they just wanted to, to get Lance Armstrong, so they got him. Congratulations, good luck. I love when they say, he hurt you. How'd he hurt me? He, he didn't hurt me a bit. He didn't hurt you. If you're listening to this, Unless you are a professional bike racer, he didn't hurt you. He didn't betray you. He's an athlete who tried to compete. All Everyone took drugs. I'm not justifying it, but it's maybe I am justifying it. I don't know. The man has one nut. I have two. I feel for him. Uh, any other crazy sports news? Monte Teo. Now, if you haven't heard this story... I don't know how to explain it to you because nobody knows what the hell was in his mind. Monty Teo was the runner-up for the Heisman Trophy, which is a trophy for the best college football player in the country. He happens to be a linebacker. A defensive player has never won this trophy. It usually goes to a quarterback or a running back. So this is historic that he's this good. And at the early in the season, he, he told a sad story about his grandmother dying 
and his girlfriend dying of leukemia after a car accident and everyone, and, you know, he's going to win this game for her and blah, blah, blah. Whole thing a lie. Whole thing a lie. Grandma, we're guessing there was a real grandma and grandma died, but no real girlfriend. I mean, this story is like unbelievable how he crafted this story. The girlfriend doesn't exist. The pictures on Twitter and Facebook and so on are of another girl from San Diego who didn't know Monte Teo, didn't know she was in a relationship with him, and didn't know she died. The nerve of her. Now he's claiming it was a hoax played on him. He spoke about it in interviews, but somehow the hoax was played on him by aliens who could control his mind. There is no explanation for this. and <laughs> It's funny to me. You know why? Because the media's pissed. ESPN, Sports Illustrated, and all of them who interviewed him. He made a fool of them all for whatever reason. But they are really mad. And you know something? I'm so tired of them. I don't care. Listen, ESPN, if you give me another Tom Brady story, if you tell me again how great Brady and Belichick are, I'm coming down there and just smacking asses. Just smacking the head. Listen. The Super Bowl is going to be Baltimore versus San Francisco. They both played kick-ass conference championship games. Uh, you have the new star quarterback in San Francisco versus Ray Lewis, who's going out a star in Baltimore. Belichick and Brady have not won since they were cheating. That's right. Ever since they got caught cheating, taping other teams' defenses, cameras zooming in on other teams giving signals for ever since they got caught they haven't won now you know tom brady has fewer playoff wins in the past five years than joe flacco but every story is about brady and belichick i don't want to hear about brady and belichick until they're on oprah's network confessing that's when i want to see him you guys confess then i'll watch you um <clears throat> and that's it all i got uh i am having a fantastic time if you go to twitter you're going to see a frightening picture of me playing the bass ladies and gentlemen i am not a musician in any stretch of the imagination but marcus miller who's probably the most one of the most genius bass players in the world you haven't heard of him but you have heard of him because he wrote and produced just about all of luther vandross's music that's probably his biggest credit he also played in a band with Miles Davis when he was like 19. He wrote Tutu, which is a fantastic track by Miles Davis. Oh, and um, the theme song for my podcast, Blast, is Marcus Miller. Well, he thought it would be fun for me to play the bass on a classic cut that he wrote back in the 80s called Doing the Butt. <laughs> it was a dance song from Do the Right Thing. So he taught me to play the bass in 15 minutes to play this bass line. And I'm playing it, and there's going to be pictures of it on Twitter, and it's hilarious. But I will say that I learned to play the bass from Marcus Miller, which is the equivalent of learning to play basketball from Michael Jordan or learning to paint from Picasso or whoever else is a famous painter around right now. I don't know, but I got to get to bass practice. I love you guys for listening. Thank you for paying attention. We'll get everything back on schedule and back up to speed when I'm on dry land. I'm having a ball. I hope you are too. Oh, by the way, if it's cold where you are, it's 80 degrees here. So start cursing at me. This is Alonzo Bowden thanking you for paying attention, knowing he missed some stories that he'll think about as soon as he stops this podcast and saying goodbye, good luck, and uh, I don't know. 
That's it. Don't take performance-enhancing drugs unless you have one nut. Love you. <laughs>